0: Hello, I'm Mike Browning. Welcome to Let God Speak. When God gave humanity the Sabbath, he was giving himself. The Sabbath is a pledge of God's desire to be with his people. And not only that, the Sabbath is a sign of his everlasting covenant of grace. We're going to explore that beautiful truth today. Well, folks, on our panel today, we have Casey Butler and Hannah Nakagawa. And thank you, ladies, for coming and joining us today. And we want to have a special prayer together before we open the scripture. So please join us. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God, for the privilege of opening the scripture today and studying this important subject of the Sabbath and the covenant of grace. I pray that you'll guide us by your spirit, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, to begin our discussion today, folks, um, we need to consider the question, what is the foundation of the Christian faith, Casey?
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, it's interesting when you look in in the scripture, the first verse in scripture gives us an idea of of the uh, originator of all things. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So we find here first and foundationally that God is creator. That's the lesson that, teaches, that Scripture teaches us. Yeah. And um, in his cre- creation, when you read a little bit further in Genesis, you find that his creation is perfect and flawless. That's how he originally designed
0: okay, it. And that underscores our understanding of the whole of the message that God gives us. Mm. No, thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Um, the interesting thing is that the Sabbath itself was part of the initial creation week. Um, why do you suppose... Anna, that, that God included the Sabbath in the creation.
2: Mm, it's a really good point. I mm. guess it was, it illustrates um, the time out from everything that was uh, created from the six days. Mm. And it's really uh, re-centers us, a uh, human, um, on God, uh, mm. really um, keep our eyes on Him. And I guess, um, you know, when artists made some, like, something after they finish, they will write their name. Hmm. And I think it's like, um, who made this um, art? And it's like when we um, yeah, rested on the Sabbath day, we um, think of God, who is Hmm. the creator.
0: Thank you you for that. Because it's just amazing, isn't it, that God made the Sabbath as part of that seven day creation week. I just Hmm. think that's amazing. Um, So Casey, that begs the question, why do so many people refer to the Sabbath as the Jewish Sabbath.
1: Mm, yeah, well, that's a good point. The Jews, of course, do keep the seventh day as a Sabbath, um, but it, it wasn't originally theirs. Uh, when you look back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse um, 2 and 3, mm. it says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. So all of his creative work, he rested. Uh, Then in verse three, it says, then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work, which God created and made. So you can see that right back here at the beginning of creation, when God had made everything and when he had made the first human beings, he gave the Sabbath. So it's not exclusively Jewish, even though the Jewish people do hold fast to it. And, Mm -hmm. And
0: those first two human beings, Adam and Eve, of course, were Representatives of the entire human race that mm. follow, mm. and so the Sabbath was given to the, the human race via Adam yes. and Eve. Yes. Now that's interesting. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, many years later, of course, God gave the Ten Commandments to the people of Israel, yeah. yes. um, which is rather interesting. And of course, the Ten Commandments included the Sabbath as a commandment too. Mm. Um, and that also intrigued me. Doesn't this sort of give it a, a Jewish focus? Um, do you think? Hannah?
2: Um. I think um, no more than any other commandments. Mm-hmm. If we look at Exodus um, chapter 20, verse 11, um, the Bible says, for in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Mm. So it really brings us back to the creation event. Mm. So this is not only Jewish, but also for whole humanity.
0: Mm. Yes, thank you. That's very good. I appreciate that. Mm. Um, So the question we're moving to now, so why did God give? this special holy day to the human race?
1: Yeah, it's a good question, because God knew that life can get very busy and full. And I think that even back in a perfect world, there was the risk of getting caught up with all of the amazing things that God had made around around the people. Mm. And so he knew that it was a priority to make Mm. uh, a set time where people could take the time to commune with him and to cultivate that relationship. Um, Because the Sabbath, ideally, is, as God would have it, a non-negotiable stop sign Mm. for us. Mm. Uh, A time that you just stop and you spend the time with him and Mm. with others. And um, it's really important for us to take that opportunity to commune with him. Yeah.
0: And it's interesting that it was still a necessity, apparently, for Adam and Eve mm. in a sinless environment,
1: right,
0: without the problems that we have today mm. because of sin. Yeah, yeah thanks a so lot for that. Mm. Um, and there's some powerful symbolism in resting from our works, as God says we are to do, isn't there, Hannah? Just that resting itself is powerful in symbolism. Yes, there is.
2: So um, I invite you to go to Hebrew chapter 4 and verse 4 and also um, verse 9 to 11. The Bible says, For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And verse 9, it says, there remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Mm. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Least anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. Mm. So, um, yeah, on this day of rest, we can really remember who saves us as well, who um, redeems us. And um, yeah, it really shows that we cannot create ourselves. We cannot save ourselves, but um, we are saved by His grace.
0: Yeah, thanks, Hannah. And and it's as though the writer of Hebrews is, is um, using the Sabbath rest, mm. like the rest of every week, mm. as a symbol of resting from our works to try and and recommend ourselves to God.
2: That's that's trying. And he's good saying
0: now. no, it's just not mm. just mm. rest.
2: Yeah, I it's a think. Lovely picture. Yeah, the world we are living, they told us like, oh, we are not enough, mm. you know. But the Sabbath we can remember. Yeah, God saves us. We are, you know, yes, because of Him.
0: It's Mm. a lovely act. So we're acting out our faith in a sense. Mm. So I really like Mm. Um, talking about the Israelites themselves. Did they know about the Sabbath themselves prior to the giving of the Ten Commandments?
1: Mm. Yeah, they did know. But I think they had forgotten and God instituted something to help them remember. Mm. And that was giving the manna. uh, Mm. So the Mm. children of Israel in the wilderness. If we have a look at Exodus uh, chapter 16, Uh, Exodus chapter 16 verse 24 through to 26 uh, tells us about um, the manna and what they did over the Sabbath with it. In verse 24 it says, so they laid it up till morning as Moses commanded and it did not stink. (laughs) <laughs> nor were there any worms in it. So the the day before, um, so on a Friday, what they had done is they had collected double portions of manna mm-hmm. and then they had baked it and done whatever they needed to. And then they'd saved the extra for the Sabbath. And normally on the rest of the days of the week, It would have gone off and rotten by the morning. Mm. But on Sabbath morning, it didn't. So then in verse 25, we say, see, then Moses said, eat that today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today, you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. Mm. And so God had a very practical way of teaching them about the Sabbath and how important it was to him and how important it was for them to learn to trust him, mm. to provide for them. So it was a
0: double miracle every week. Yes. Mm. To make it clear to these people, <laughs> who are a bit stubborn apparently, yeah. <laughs> um, that this is the day. I want you to rest in, in me today and my love for you today. Yeah. Oh Lovely, thank you. Mm. Um, there's something here. What does, what, um, what does this tell us Ahana, as you think about it, about the history of the Sabbath Mm. um, prior to the giving of the Ten Commandments.
2: Yes. So Israel clearly knew of Sabbath and it was handed down from patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And if we look at Genesis chapter 18, um, verse eight, uh, yeah, chapter 18, verse 19, the Bible says, For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. So it was even before um, Ten Commandments, Israel were following his um, commandments. Yes, and um,
0: and Abraham, God specifically chose Abraham to do the task and and be the person that he was for God Mm. because God knew he would train his children and share the faith of of God Mm. and Yahweh with Mm. his own children, which I think is a very, very interesting thing. So clearly they were given from um, parent to, to child yeah, and so on through the generations they were given the same message of all of God's requirements yes. and of course the faith that mm. we're talking about. Um, Casey, how serious was God about the Sabbath prior to the giving of the Ten Commandments. Like that was included in the Big Ten Mm. at Sinai. But how serious before that was God?
1: Mm. Well, I think it's illustrated again in the the story of the manna because Mm. God didn't provide any manna on Mm. Sabbath, Saturday. Um, They had to collect it all the day before for a start. Mm. And then secondly, um, those who did uh, go out and try and look for manna on Saturday, they um, they were reprimanded. like Yeah,
0: Moses was none too happy about that. He was they not. He told
1: them they're not keeping God's commandments. They better go home and stay home on Sabbath. <laughs> that's what it says. Mm. So this was, God was trying to teach them how important it was. Mm. And um, I think the Sabbath is very much um, the same today. You know, it's not really something that God wants for us to be optional. He mm. wants it to be something that's a priority every week and a time mm-hmm. where we can just take that moment to focus spiritually yeah. Yeah. and so doing, um, you know, gain stronger to be able to be victorious over sin and temptation and just a secular sort of lifestyle, which mm. is so pervading yeah. to us. You know, we need to come up for air very regularly.
0: Remember so. the Sabbath because we're mm. so forgetful of God. And, yeah, and the, the Sabbath is designed to draw us into his embrace again. Mm, yes. yes, thank you for that, um, Casey. I appreciate that. Look, according to ex- Exodus 16, if we can just have a look at that, folks, Exodus 16, and I'm going to read verse 23 there. Um, Exodus chapter 16, verse 23. And this is what it tells, it tells us they were to do. This is, of course, referring to the manna, but of course, at any point in time, any food is being could be covered by this thought. It says, He said to them, This is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is the Sabbath of rest, a holy Sabbath of the Lord. You read this a moment ago. Bake what you will bake today. Hmm. And boil what you will boil and lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept until the morning. So they were to do the cooking um, on the equivalent of of Friday, as we know it, the day before the Sabbath, um, in order that they could rest, even the cook could rest on the Sabbath. I think that's really lovely. Um, What does this tell us, however, about what they actually did do? They didn't yeah. cook, but what did they do mm-hmm. on the Sabbath? What's they telling us?
2: Yeah, it seems like they had a full rest of, the, um, of this day from every other work that they were doing from mm. six days. They enjoyed the fellowship probably with um, friends or family to mm. worship God, have a, a good fellowship, and to just um, yeah, spend time with God intimately and mm. to have a quality time with Him and re- yeah. remember Him.
0: The reality is that if you take a busy person and say, stop, (laughs) stop working for a whole day, Um, this person, given the option, is not going to do it. Because busy people, by definition, like to be busy. They like to do things. That is true. But God is saying, no, I want you to stop that now. Mm. And I want you to take time to be with me. And, of course, as you've pointed out, it's a lovely time of fellowship as well as worship. Yes and to be with family and friends and to enjoy good food. Mm. that was cooked the day before and so on. Yeah. That's what God is trying to say here is to enrich our lives. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Look, um, can we just go to Exodus chapter 31 for a moment? Exodus yeah. 31, folks, and verse 16. I'm going to read 16 and 17 there. Yeah. Um, verse 16 begins, Therefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant, perpetual being everlasting. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. That's really interesting reference there. What is it saying to you, Casey? Mm. That scripture we just read.
1: Yeah, so it's a covenant sign. It's mm. a sign of agreement between, as it says here, between um, God and His people. Uh, and so that can apply to us today. And basically, what it is is um, ex- observing the Sabbath is a, an ex- sign, of, sign of our acceptance of God's covenant of grace. Mm. Yes, and, um, that's right. Basically, that. God's covenant of grace means that we we rest from our own works to try and be good enough yes. and to try and save ourselves. And instead, we trust in God and what he has done for us. OK, for our salvation. true. Mm. So
0: we're actually acting out our faith mm. in yes. God mm. and in righteousness by faith. It's interesting that we're actually doing that. God is heavily into symbolism and acting things out. And we're just looking at that right now. Mm. Thanks for that. Um Now, when Moses reviewed the Ten Commandments later on, he included something else about the meaning of the Sabbath and what it represented in Deuteronomy. And I'm going to refer to Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 15 there, Deuteronomy 5 and verse 15. And I'd like you you to check out, Hannah, what his point was there, Deuteronomy 5 and verse 15. This is what it says. Mm -hmm. And remember, by the way, he's just told them, um, to keep the Sabbath again. And he says, and remember, verse 15, that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Mm. And the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. And mm. um, what was his point here, Hannah?
2: Yes, so God is personalizing uh, Sabbath for Israel, and also it's really uh, was a reminder for them to remember that uh, they were saved. They were um, they were slaves, but um, they were redeemed by God from that. Mm-hmm. And it's not only for Israel, because we as a human, we are all. Um, Yeah, sinners. And we are all. slaves to sin. Yeah, Yeah, we are slaves to sin, exactly. So it is also a reminder that uh, He saved us from sin, from darkness.
0: Okay, Mm. so He's redeemed us from the slavery, from Mm. sin. Yes. And that's important to keep that in mind. Okay, thank you for that. Um, I'm going to, while I'm still in Exodus, I'd like to, sorry, back to Exodus Mm. chapter 31. Exodus chapter 31. And I'm going to read verse 13 there, 31, verse 13. Um, Another. Meaning of the Sabbath is given to us here. Speak also to the children of Israel, saying, Surely my Sabbath you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. So this is raising another feature Hmm. of the Sabbath, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the idea of sanctification, it's its kind of like recreation. God is wanting to, to restore the, the holiness mm. in us that he intended us to have, which we've lost through sin. Yeah. And this is very much an integral part of the experience of salvation. And it's interesting what it says in Deuteronomy 7 and verse 6. So flipping over a few pages, mm. Deuteronomy 7 and verse 6, it says there, for well, you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. So it says there you, uh, you are a holy people to the Lord your God. God had chosen Israel to be people who are holy, and it's through this work of sanctification that he did that. Okay. And when you jump over to the New Testament to first Peter, Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, Peter actually applies this same thing to the Christian uh, people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, 1 Peter 2 verse 9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, there's that word again, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Mm -hmm. So even those of us who are new a new Covenant believers, so to speak, mm. um, we have that privilege as well of entering into that experience of sanctification, which the mm. Sabbath also
0: involves. Okay, itself, which yeah. made, makes God's people special, pe- mm. Mm. special people. No, thank you. It's lovely. So we're redeemed from the power of sin, mm. not just the penalty, if you like, of sin. Mm. Thanks for that. Um, how does the Sabbath do this? This is the question. Mm. How does the Sabbath contribute to making us holy. How does it do that?
2: Yes. So Sabbath gives us time to rest in his goodness, in his presence. <sighs> and it gives us, um, yeah, just it draws us close to him and mm. filled us with the Holy Spirit. Okay. So actually Sabbath is keeping us holy as okay,
0: well. Okay, thank <laughs> you. And So all right, let's look about, talk about practical things here now. How in practical terms do you keep the Sabbath. It's a rest day of rest. So do you sleep all day? What's, the, what's <laughs> the thing here?
1: That's a good question. Well, if we have a look right at scripture and see what that has to say to us uh, in Exodus chapter 20 and verse uh, 11. Well, actually, we'll look at verse 9 and 10. That will be the most appropriate there. Uh, it says here, six days you shall labor and do all your work. And then verse 10. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it, you shall not do any work, you nor your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that is in your gates. So everyone is going to rest from their mm. everyday work. Okay. So this could be whether it's, I mean, if we apply it in today's kind of terms, mm. it would be like your your paid job or something. It could be doing lots of housework. Mm. Uh, it could be running the kids off to school. You're All digging, of those. Digging the
0: fields. Anything? Yeah,
1: yeah. Anything mm. that would be your everyday round of work, mm. God is calling us to rest from. And of course, it's not just a rest which you then do nothing. Mm. It's a rest which involves replacing that time with things that are cultivating a relationship with God and each other.
0: Yeah, no, um, that's nice.
1: Engaging yeah. in worship, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, worshiping together. Jesus gave us an example of that. Um, he, you... did. Yeah. he did. Yeah.
0: And what he did is very important on the Sabbath because he did a lot of very interesting things.
1: That's true. He
0: healed people on the Sabbath.
1: Mm. That's Not always
0: appreciated by the people at the time, but he knew it was correct.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's, that's right. And uh, in Luke chapter 4, and verse 16, it says that Jesus had a custom, something that he habitually did. Mm. Uh, and it says he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So he gave us an example of attending what wo- formal worship services mm. on Sabbath um, is something that we do. OK,
0: okay, that's yeah. interesting. I noticed that Paul um, in Acts chapter 16 spent time where people were um, in the habit of going by the riverside to pray mm. on the Sabbath, which is interesting. So that was a good thing too. Okay, moving on. Mm. Um, we did touch on remembering, this word remember, that begins the Sabbath commandment in Exodus 20. Yes. And that, uh, as given on Sinai. Um, Exodus 20, verse 8, it, it starts that way and it says, remember mm. the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Um, what's implied here then, Hannah? Yes. Remembering.
2: It reminds um, us of the amazing creation of um, God. Um, yeah, I think uh, on Sabbath day we can really um, spend time, uh, for example, in a nature or uh, to see, um, to enjoy time in his creation mm. and who created this. And yeah, we can remember his beautiful creation. Okay, mm. so
0: once again, observing the Sabbath is making a statement, it's acting out our faith in the fact that God created the earth. Yes,
2: not only that, yeah, I think, yeah, not only that, um, yeah, the earth was created for six days, but God is the creator. Mm. Okay,
0: And we're not just remembering the past here, no. are we? We're, going f- <laughs> we're doing more than that, aren't we?
1: Yeah, that's right. It gives a little hint in Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 12. It says to observe the seventh day. And that kind of gives the idea of bringing it into the present. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means that it needs to become a part of our own experience. Okay. And so doing that uh, enables us to be constantly reminded of the rest of complete rest, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, Mm. that God gives us.
0: Mm, That's lovely. Mm. Thank you for that, Casey. Um, And it has a future component too, the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. uh, When you think about it.
2: Yes. uh, If we open Isaiah chapter 66, verse 22 and 23, it says, for us, the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make shall uh, remind before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. Mm. So, yeah, even in the new earth, new heaven will be worshiping God uh, on Sabbath.
0: Day. Mm. OK, right. So it's right into eternity still mm. there. Um, there's something, the Sabbath says something very insightful about God himself, doesn't it? Mm. What do you think about
1: it yes, it does. And it's very interesting when you actually look at the commandments uh, in Exodus, because if if you look at any of the commandments, like all of the rest of the ones that are found there, mm. you, you could say, well, hang on a minute, who has the right to tell me to do that or mm. to tell me not to do that? But the Sabbath is the only commandment that actually identifies who is the person or the being who is, has the authority to give these commandments. Mm. And when well, it's
0: really important,
1: it is, you know,
0: the, the who says who is yeah. really important here.
1: It, it mm. is. That's right. Because we're not just going to obey anyone. No, I mm. mean, <laughs> like, well,
0: the world generally people out there just are not necessarily um, obeying. Um, the Ten Commandments at all.
1: Mm. That's true. Because yeah.
0: they haven't come to terms with the fact that this was given by the Creator. Sorry. Kate,
1: mm. Yeah, out. that's exactly right. So in in verse eleven in um, in Exodus twenty, it says specifically that it's the Lord who made the heavens and the earth, mm. and it's the Lord who has given these commandments. Mm. And because He is the Creator, that puts Him in a position of authority that is unrivaled. Okay. And that should give us. Um, like a sense of the need to actually take notice and obey. Because God, as the Creator, He knows what He's talking about. He does
0: indeed. Yeah. Okay. So Hannah, what is the significance for us keeping the Sabbath today? That here we are so many years away from the creation.
2: Yes, that's a really good point. I think, um, yeah, we re- remember His creation. We remember His redemption also. Mm. He is restoring our image. He is um, sanctifying mm. us as mm. well. And mm. we can actually um, re-examine um, yeah, our relationship with Him yes. mm. as well.
0: Okay, and it tells us about a personal God Mm. who's who's interested and wants an intimate relationship with us.
2: That's Mm. really lovely,
0: isn't it? He's the
2: King of kings, but He cares for us personally
0: as well. That's it. Mm. The Creator is a person of God. Thank you for that. Um, Just very quickly... Um, Casey, the take-home points, what have Mm. you got for us here from what we've done today?
1: Yeah, so take-home points are the past, the present and the future. (laughs) So in the past, we're reminded of God as the Creator. He Mm. made all things. Mm. The present is what God can do for us now in recreating and restoring in us the image and holiness of God. Mm. And Mm. the future is the fact that God is going to make a brand new world, a brand new universe that's free from the taint of sin. And mm. the Sabbath points us to all of these things as a weekly reminder of what God has promised to do for us.
0: OK, so it's an incredibly powerful message involved in the Sabbath. Mm. And so we, by observing the Sabbath ourselves, are actually making a statement of faith in those things that you Absolutely. have just mentioned.
1: Absolutely. Amen. Yeah.
0: Um, so we have we are stating on the one hand that we, we have complete confidence in God as mm. our Saviour. And our our observance of his day Mm. just makes that very clear. Well, thank you very much, ladies. Mm. Uh, We're going to finish there. Um, The Sabbath is a covenant sign and it reaches back to the creation, as Cassie has just been saying, Mm. and it reaches into the future. And it is a pledge, actually, that God will make all things new. As such, it is a sign of the covenant of grace, which makes it all possible. Well, we hope you've been blessed by our study today. You can watch all our past programs on our website, 3abnaustralia.org.au. You can download teacher's notes there. Also, our email address is lgs at 3abnaustralia.org.au. Do join us again. God bless.
2: You have been listening to Let God Speak,